Welcome to worship at First United Methodist Church in Martinsville, Virginia. Today is All Saints Sunday. It is the day of sacred remembrance for those whom we have loved and lost. During the service, we will be remembering those from our own community of faith who this year have joined the Church Eternal. And we will also include a time of silence for us to remember in our hearts those whom we have loved and lost in our own lives over the course of the, the year, or perhaps many years before, uh, a time for us to remember and give thanks for lives that have shaped us and shown us the way of Christ. Welcome to worship on All Saints Sunday. Let us read responsively our call to worship. Dear Lord, we assemble on this holy day of remembrance and recollection to gather memories of the pilgrims who have journeyed home. We remember voices that taught us, comforted us, corrected us, encouraged us, joined us in laughter and with weeping, in discourse and with play and song. We remember hands that led us, guided us, molded us, soothed us, lifted us, kept us from harm, wiped our tears, created beauty, taught us to explore and to discover. We remember elders whose patience taught us the joy of exploration whose questions led us to books and sent us on joyful searches, whose challenges led to pursuit, who taught us to live with victory and to overcome defeat, whose example led us to prayer and exploring God's word and finding comfort in psalms and song. We remember. Friends whose love taught us courage and faith to open our hearts, to those we know and those we do not yet know, beloveds who taught us to care and to trust, our blood family and our chosen family, neighbor, colleague, friend, we remember. On this holy All Saints Day, the young who left too soon, the brave and the valiant who died for our freedom, the colleague who never grew old, the aged who left their mark, the lame, the lonely, and the lost, who taught us to care, we remember. Thank you. 
remember those from our family of faith who throughout the course of this year joined the church eternal, the church triumphant. Willard Harris. Doris Bird. Daniel P. Jack Price. Mark Robertson Meta Roth 
Barbara Rainey. Margaret Witt. Barbara English. Nancy Nash. Geraldine Draper. Bell Linsky. Margaret Tuggle. And now we name in the silence those dear to us whom we have lost. Let us join our hearts and voices in our opening prayer. God of all glory, we gather here today with the saints of every time and place to honor and praise your holy name. As you have revealed your mercy and might to your faithful people in every age, so let us glimpse, even through our tears, the mystery of your life-giving grace and the love that even death cannot destroy. Through Jesus Christ, Alpha and Omega. Amen. I would like to ask for the attention of the children now for children's time. I wanted to tell you a little story about something that I did when I was in college, which was a long time ago. I was a member of the Wesley Foundation community, which is campus ministry for college students in the United Methodist Church. It's kind of like youth group, except we're together all the time and we have our own separate building and we have dinner together and programs. And there was something special that we did as a community on Easter morning. On Easter morning, we would climb up a mountain called Humpback Rock and we would have a sunrise communion service. 
In order to be there by sunrise, though, we had to start climbing at 4.30 in the morning. It's pretty dark at 4.30 in the morning. So all of us brought flashlights. And the cool thing was that even though we couldn't see each other as, as people were climbing ahead of us, what we could see was the path because everybody's flashlight illuminated the path so that we could see the way forward and we could get safely to the top. Well, today is a really special day in the life of the Christian community. Today is All Saints Day. It is a day when we remember those people who have shown us how to live like Jesus called us to live. They are the people who have encouraged us, shown us what love looks like, and helped us to be the followers of Jesus that we try to be. Saints can be parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, teachers, coaches, pastors, Sunday school teachers, music directors. Saints can be all sorts of wonderful people around you. People who live out their faith, people who love Jesus, who love the Lord, and try to live as he taught them to live. They show us the way. They illuminate the path ahead so that we can be faithful too. So this morning, I would like you to think a little bit about who those people are and maybe talk with your families about who their people are because we don't get to be who we are all by ourselves. We kind of figure that out because the people around us love us into that place. So let us remember them today and let us give thanks because they are a very, very special gift to us from God. Amen. As we prepare to hear scripture, let us unite our hearts in the prayer for, for illumination. Holy God, who calls your people into one beloved community, who teaches us the way of peace through life together, who fills us with visions of your eternal reign. As we now celebrate the communion of saints, pour into our hearts the power of Christ, and with your word enlighten the eyes of our hearts that we might live in hope through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our New Testament lesson this morning is found in the seventh chapter of the book of Revelation, beginning with the ninth verse. After this I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, singing, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these, robed in white, and where have they come from? 
I said to him, Sir, you are the one who knows. Then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason, they are before the throne of God and worship him day and night within his temple. And the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. They will hunger no more and thirst no more. The sun will not strike them nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of the water of life, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Our gospel lesson this morning is found in the fifth chapter of Matthew's gospel, beginning with the first verse. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen. I've been thinking a lot this week about a story that was told by the late Henry Nouwen, author and priest. It was an imaginative story about twins who were having a conversation in the womb. The sister said to her brother, I believe that there is a life after birth. Her brother protested vehemently. No, no, he said. This is all there is. This is a dark and cozy place, and we have nothing else to do but cling to the cord that feeds us. His sister insisted, there must be something else, a place where there is light and there is freedom to move. She could not convince her twin brother. After some silence, the sister said hesitantly, I have something else to say, and I'm afraid you won't believe that either. But I think that there is a mother. He shouted, what are you talking about? I have never seen a mother, and neither have you. Who put that idea into your head? This place is all we have. The sister was quite overwhelmed, but she couldn't let go of the thought. And finally, she said, don't you feel those squeezes every once in a while? They're quite unpleasant, and sometimes they're almost painful. Yes, he answered. What's so special about that? Well, the sister said, 
I think the squeezes are there to get us ready for another place, much more beautiful than this, where we will see our mother face to face. Don't you think that's exciting? Saints, I think, are really the people like the sister in this story who point out the signs that this isn't all there is and point to the reality of our divine parent and show us that God is with us, that God has been with us all along since the very moment we came into existence, that God is with us now, that God will be with us when we die, and that God will gather us to himself in the life to come. Saints are all around us. And so for over a thousand years, the Christian church has, on November 1st, remembered and given God thanks for all the saints who from their labors rest. Not just the named saints like St. Valentine and St. Francis of Assisi, but all the saints. Dean Luking, who is a Lutheran pastor, defines saints in an essay like this. He said, saints are not celebrities. Saints are forgiven sinners who know it, who act upon it, and live by grace without angling for stained glass window status. Saints, Luking says, are public school teachers, hospital emergency room workers, dedicated spouses and parents, nursing home caretakers, volunteers, tutors, forgiven sinners who live by grace. Saints are also our balcony people, the people now gone who have influenced us and inspired us and helped form our faith and values. All Saints Day is the day to walk out into the front yard and look up at the balcony and wave at your saints. They are people whose lives embodied the fruits of the Spirit, people who left a footpath for this journey of faith. When I was little, one of my parents would always say bedtime prayers with me, and, and that prayer time always concluded with a recitation of the saints. Bless Mommy, and bless Daddy, and bless Stephen, and the list would go on. Grandparents on both sides, aunts and uncles, teachers, friends, neighbors. I understand this now not to be a quaint memory, but a theological affirmation of amazing proportions. It was a little All Saints celebration every single night. Some years ago, I was captivated by an article in, of all places, Oprah Magazine. Many of you may remember Elizabeth Gilbert, who was the author of Eat, Pray, Love, a best-selling book. And um, for a while, she wrote a column in Oprah Magazine. and, and in the article that captured my attention, she wrote about being a light to others. Saints are also people we name as being lights to us. We also are called to be light to others, which is why I love the hymn, I sing a song of the saints of God, because it names all kinds of people and each verse concludes with, and I wanna be one too. Well, in this article, Elizabeth Gilbert tells the story of the time that she was stuck on a crosstown bus in New York City during rush hour, and it was an ugly day outside. It was cold and drizzly, and the traffic was almost at a standstill, and people on the bus were cold and irritable and tired. 
People were grousing at each other. A pregnant woman got on the bus and no one offered her a seat. As the bus approached 7th Avenue, though, the driver got on the intercom. Folks, he said, I know you've had a rough day and you're frustrated. I can't do anything about the weather or the traffic, but here's what I can do. As each one of you gets off the bus, I will reach out my hand to you. As you walk by, drop your troubles in the palm of my hand, okay? Don't take your problems home to your families tonight. Just leave them with me. My route goes right by the Hudson River, and when I drive by there later, I will open the window, and I will throw your troubles in the water. Does that sound good? Gilbert says that it just changed the whole mood on the bus. People laughed. People's faces conveyed delight, where moments before they conveyed only irritation and anger. And true to his word, at the next stop, the driver held out his hand, palm up, and waited. And one by one, the exiting commuters placed their hand just above his and mined the gesture of dropping something into his palm. Some people laughed as they did so. Others had tears in their eyes, but everyone did it. The driver continued the lovely ritual at every stop. Gilbert talked about how hard the world is sometimes, how there are days when it's just difficult to be a human being. Some days, like in the children's book, Alexander, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, we just wish we could move to Australia. We lose jobs, money, friends, faith, and love. We witness terrible events unfolding on the news, and the world looks like a very dark place. We long for the light, but we don't know where to find it. Well, Gilbert says the people. The people are the light. More precisely, she suggests that each of us is called to be. She writes, what if you are the very agent of illumination that a dark situation begs for? That's what the driver in her story taught her, that anyone can be the light at any moment. Today, we are called to ask ourselves how we can reveal the light of Christ in an often dark world. And we are called to think about those who have revealed the light to us in ways large and small and to give thanks for them. Give thanks for each act of grace that you live into all the way to the river. Some saints we will name today with candle lighting. Others you will name in the silence. But this morning, think about who is with you. Who has been the light of Christ for you? To whom are you? For whom are you the light of Christ? Remembering is such a sacred duty and grace. Let us name all who have shaped us in the faith and let us give thanks. Amen.
Let us now affirm our faith with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come again to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now let us pray as our Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Sing with all the 
benediction that was written by Jan Richardson, liturgical artist and author. For those who walked with us, this is a prayer. For those who have gone ahead, this is a blessing. For those who touched and tended us, who lingered with us while they lived, this is a thanksgiving. For those who journey still with us in the shadows of awareness, in the crevices of memory, in the landscape of our dreams, this is a benediction. Amen.